Hello, hello, everyone. This is Tanika Drake from God's Gift Through His Word. You are listening to Walk in Truth Radio with my amazing friend, Pastor Jay. Please be sure to get your encouraging word each and every day on the following podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, Player FM, CastBox, Pocket Cast, Overcast, Podbyte, LoftyCast.com, Google Play Music, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, and Breaker. Please be sure to always tune in. He always has an amazing, encouraging word. God bless your hearts. Be blessed, motivated, and inspired. Take care, you all. Hello, Tanika. Hello, Pastor Jay. How are you? Good, good, good. This is Pastor Jay with Walking Truth and fellow podcaster Tanika Drake with God's gift through his word. We are going to discuss a very important topic. No sooner than I do my Real Talk weekend about surviving R. Kelly, now we must talk about surviving the church and its mm. abuse. What happened, I mean, minutes later, I received something in my inbox from Larry Reed was a vlogger and it's a woman talking about her child being abused by her father who's a member of the church and the bishop also being an abuser uh sister drake and i tried to do a we did a 35 minute show but it didn't record so you're going to get the second round of this so we can just dive right in the church is not meant is not supposed to be a place where your children or you get abused but we're but the church has been exposed at such a rapid rate we can't keep up with it and we must do something about it, especially protecting our children this woman's father for six years has been abusing her and the bishop of the church progressive baptist baptist church of new york has been abusing kids and accused of fathering children a child with another child by this uh, allegedly by this testimony from this lady who's crying out to the public, trying to let us know and warn us about our children being abused inside the church. Go ahead, Tanika, what you have to say about it. It's just amazing. It's appalling. What do you say, Tanika? Well, what I was saying, I, did you hear me? No, you didn't. No. <laughs> okay, I was saying that the church is, just like you were saying as well, that this is a place where we're supposed to go and we should be able to be safe, but it's been changed into something where you can't, you can't leave your kids, you can't be there and just feel like you're safe. It's no longer a sanctuary place. It's no longer a place for you just to worship. You just have to be watching who's with your kids all the time. Yeah, and and it's a shame because this person, these people are supposed to be shepherds feeding the flock versus shepherds fleecing the flock. And I don't know if it's the church affecting the world or the world affecting the church, but this stuff that's happening in church has to stop. Somebody has to draw a line somewhere, you know? Yes, and like like we were talking about before, before we had to do this again, is like the church is not equipped to do what, this, what is happening now with all of these different pastors and things coming out. There has to be 
churches that are linked with community-based organizations and resources in law enforcement. The church cannot do it uh, alone because when the pastors and the bishops who are at the top, when they do something, they're accountable to no one. So therefore, nobody can say anything against them because who do they tell? They're not going to tell anybody because there's no accountability. They don't trust that they're going to be handled. They're not. No. And, and and we can understand why and we see why a lot of times we talked about the church being exposed with gifts and you see these things being done in church, these lavish uh, secular gifts being bought to cover up situations that shouldn't be in church. And, and it's too much money involved. Of course, they're not going to govern themselves. And that's why I encourage people, you know, when you come to Christ, you're not supposed to lose your mind. If you had good street sense when you came to Christ, Christ can use your good street sense inside his church. You don't come to church and just follow your pastor because your pastor has a title. Mm -hmm. Your pastor doesn't know anything. Remember you were saying that, you know, you don't use a mechanic to do your taxes. Right. Your pastor is your guide, not your God. And we've created a situation where the pastor, the bishop, the head clergy are become the gods of these people and your gods are abusing your children and the people are blaming the body of Christ. And it's not the body of Christ who's doing it. It's those who are representing the body of Christ. And they're doing a bad representation because then that makes all pastors, all the people in the body of Christ look like that's the place where everybody's being abused. So who would want to come and learn about Jesus Christ and say, no, I'm going to be abused. I'm not going to church to be a part of that. Yeah, yeah. And we were talking about in, in the last, my last show about what Leviticus warned us about. Do not prostitute your daughters. But not only don't prostitute your daughters, it brings harm to the nation. Don't, don't, don't abuse your children. Inside the body, inside the sanctuary. You might as well have them locked up, locked up, locked up in cell block H the way this is going down. <laughs> it's almost like what you said before, that you try to save them from the wolves, but then you go put them in the lion's den. Yeah. <laughs> we get them out from the wolves and they in the lion's den. Hold on. The lion's den inside the church. Yes. You know, parents, parents, I beg you, quit leaving your children with church members because you got other things you want to do and you feel it is safe. Yes, there are some safe churches. Don't get me wrong. There's some safe ministries. There's some good pastors but a little leaven leavens a whole lump and you can't be wrong in this way. You know what I'm saying? You can't afford to make a mistake. Right, right, you can't. Because your children's psychological, emotional, and spiritual well-being are at stake. And I'm going to play the video, the audio of the video at the uh, end of our conversation so people can see. But we got to wake up. We just anymore. Right. And you can't and what we can't do that we that we have been doing for so long is saying we're gonna pray about it and leave it like that. You cannot say you're going to pray about something and not take action. You have to do something while you're praying, not pray and do nothing. That that doesn't even make sense. It sounds so asinine. If you're going to pray that God is going to help and fix this situation, you're going to have to go and do some things. You can't sit there and read scripture, pray, and do nothing while your child is being abused. And I said, it'll be all right, honey. Just let's pray about it. Absolutely not. Like you said, right. it's our job as parents 
and those in authority at wherever we are to do our best to protect our children because they can't protect themselves. That's why they are parents. Well, think about that. This, this, in this situation where you're here, the girl's been being abused since she was eight years old and now she's 14. And the only way they figured it out was they asked her about a date or something that she went on, which I'm, I think she said date. I'm like, you ain't got no business dating at 14. No way. Come on, right. she don't like boys. And, and they right. asked her why. And she said, because my daddy's been abusing me. What? See, and that, well, and that yeah. Found out, but I, 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 if I looked at it, I mean, I believe she said the word date. Don't you think she said the word date? Like she mm -hmm. had a problem on a date? Yes. Okay, what does what a 14-year-old girl got to do with dating? This is my, this is exactly what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Parents don't understand that there's a sacrifice to being a parent. It's not about you hanging out and enjoying yourself anymore like that. This and, world is too, mm -hmm. too evil and too absorbing and will, will suck the life out of your children through exposure if you don't protect them. Who, Like you said, who will? Exactly. Yes, single moms, I know it's tough. I know it's rough. And fathers, mm -hmm. you need to get your butts in gear. But you single moms, you are raising these children. That's the time we live in. You got to protect them. That's right. You do. And if you have multiple children by multiple men, I'm sorry. You didn't have enough love and you need to raise your children. Mm -hmm. Now, you be mad at me all you want. <laughs> but I'd rather for you to raise and protect your children than to go out here and have some fun and leave your children with cousin so-and-so or clergy so-and-so or uncle so-and-so. And now your child is being abused and you on the news crying out, talking about my child being abused, but you ain't was there not to protect them. And that's our jobs. Having children are serious, it's serious business. Yes, you have to decide to give up some of your life for your child. That's what you wanted. But again, you got, you got generational, the curse of children, parents. The mother had either that next daughter had hers at, at 14 to 15, so the grandma's 31, still trying to live a life of 20 year old because she spent the last 10, 15 years raising the, the, the other child. And she was still a child. So she didn't figure out she missed out on something. So she got to stay out in the club. So you got the mama and the daughter hanging out in the club and the new babies at home with cousin so-and-so or at the church. So y'all out hanging out with the wolves and now you can throw your kids to the lions. Quit mm. relying on church to take care of your children. That's not their job. Right. Pastors are your guide, not your God. Pastors are your guide, not your God. Quit worshiping them because they'll be the main ones in this case. That are, these are these are the bishops allegedly, and but more so the father. I mean, it's not like we haven't heard this before, but man, no sooner we talk about R. Kelly, and here comes another in in the community of a father inside a church because if he's the son of the bishop he's important wouldn't you say yes i would he at least got some kind of title deacon or something mm -hmm. and then she says allegedly she says that there was a, a rumor or a child that had a baby and they believe it was the bishop and they just cover it up god is exposing that kind of stuff let me let you know churches that got a lot of money there's not enough insurance money in the world to cover up the abuse that God wants to expose. Yep, because it's rampant. 
And when you see that kind of abuse with leadership, the only way you're gonna stop it is to leave. I'm gonna tell you that. That's the only way you're gonna stop it. Either they step down and get away, get some help, because we want these men and women to get help who do this. And we want them to face justice if, if that was called for. But the children need help first, you think? You're right. The children need their help first. They need their parents. And parents, if you're not equipped, find someone. The resources are out there. They are. They are. You know, don't be embarrassed. Better you have embarrassment now than you have a child that becomes an abuser later. Because of one of the common denominators in, in most abusers is that they were abused, right? Exactly. And use so that. Somebody has to break the chain. And 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 your again, I'm gonna say this: your pastor don't know everything about anything, about most things, and he barely knows about the Bible. Pastors, be careful socializing yourself with these children, because now that this is coming to being exposed, there are those who will take advantage of this and do some things and set you up. And pastors, if you in, in clergy, male or female, if you out here abusing these children, you won't notice. God's gonna uncover that. And it will, it will come to light. God is exposing. He's he's purging his body right now. And he's starting at the top. You know, back in the day, the worst you had to worry about was your pastor maybe having because there was only men pastors having an extra woman or something. Now you got to not worry about the woman. You got to worry about your children, the rat, the cat, and the dog, and the mouse. Mm-hmm. Nothing safe. No one's safe. Nothing safe and nothing sacred in the church. And the church is not ready for this. And I say, when I say not ready for this, ready for this exposure because obviously where this is happening, they thought they would never be found out. And that's, that's a good point you make too, Pastor Jay, because just like you said, when God wants to expose something, he's going to. So when we're talking about these resources, we're talking about for the parents that say, well, I don't know how to be a parent. Well, there are organizations, there are community places everywhere that say you can take these parenting classes. Why do you think they have them? The parenting classes, the trauma classes for those who are facing any kind of trauma, there are things that are equipped to help instead of you thinking that you could do it by yourself and just pray it away. You cannot pray away trauma. You cannot pray away sexual abuse, domestic violence. You can't pray away none of that stuff. And you have to go literally and go walk into somewhere and go seek the help because church is not the place that you're supposed to be getting that. It's, it is not equipped for this. That's why it's coming out all over the place. Because what do you do with the sexually abused? They have to go to a sexually abused community resource base place where they could deal with the psychological part of that of what has happened to them because now they've been sexually abused by a place that they were going to get solace where they're going to get the word how is that playing your mind the pastor is messing with you and then you're sexually abused and now when you get a relationship you're all messed up because you don't know how to handle the the relationship side because of the sexual trauma that you you faced and you had to succumb to within the church that you wanted to worship it's a lot it's a lot to deal with. The church can't handle that. And for everyone that survives it and comes out and is okay, there's many more who don't survive it, that don't come out, commit suicide, 
lose their mind, end up in a mental institution, end up being dysfunctional because they don't have any protection. And therefore they don't have anyone who, who's their voice. They don't have anyone. And the church is supposed to be a place that's a protective place, a place for restoration, reconciliation, rejuvenation, not to be abused, right. not, not our children. This is way beyond the first lady not talking to me, talking about me, making fun of me, won't let me on a committee. That's not abuse, that's just silliness. Mm -hmm. This is real. This is this is worse than bad doctrine in a way because, because he can end up teaching good doctrine, but he's perverted. See, we've created these institutions of perversion in the pious places because we've we've put these pastors and these and these reverends and these priests in a position where they can't have normal affections like men and women supposed to have. And we we've torn marriage apart, the institution of marriage apart. It doesn't mean anything anymore because we've taken out of God's hands and put into the into the secular world. And you can marry anything you want now. And believe me, I know you didn't heard it, but you, you're gonna say it's on recording. Soon you're gonna be able to marry your pet. They're gonna legislate marriage to your pet. Mm-hmm, they're working on it, I'm pretty sure. Bestiality is gonna be legal in our Pedo lifetime. Huh? And pedophilia's coming too. And pedophilia's too, and they're trying to work on that back door that end. Mm-hmm that maybe we should lower the age to maybe 14 because these 14 year olds are so fast now they're dressing up like like grown women. Who would have thought that you'd be sitting in the club chasing the same man as your daughter? Cause y'all so close in age, that's sick. Very. Why do you have, why is it cute for a, for a three and four year old girl to be videotaping a little baby with diapers on twerking? You know what's out there, Google it. You can see it on YouTube now. You mm -hmm. got babies twerking. And they're so young. And it's like, how that little baby that's still in diapers know how to do that? And you got to <laughs> twerk into the songs that are sexually explicit. They learn these rap songs before they learn their name and the ABCs. Mm -hmm. And you think it's cute. And then you get on, you get on, you get on, you, you, you'll get on the news with your hair all over your head talking about your boo being abused. You set her up. Right. Yes, fathers, man, if you're a good father, I ain't talking to you. If you're a deadbeat dad, you need to get, you. something need to happen to you. But you mothers, I implore you, quit running your life around your children. Your children should be your life. Quit running men out your, in and out your house. You don't know how psychologically damaging that is to your daughters and your kids and your sons to see that kind of behavior out of their mother. Children are, are, are imitators first. They live their life imitating you, imitation before revelation. It's down the line that you hope they get revelation, but for the most part, they imitate you and the seed that you plant. You don't know what it's gonna grow up to. Exactly. So you run in the, you run, they got several uncles throughout life that never become their father and they see that you don't know, you might have two, your girl, your, your daughter may have 10. You get your electric and your gas paid, your daughter might decide I can get my college tuition paid by doing this. And then you want to deny the fact that you actually exposed them to this, man. 
we got to wake up. We got to accept responsibility. It's not all on the woman. Don't get me wrong, because these clergy guys, and see, again, the shark smells the blood in the water. Let me tell you, saints, the shark smells the blood in the water. They say a shark can smell the blood in the water from miles away. And so can some of these, these predators, these clergy predators that prey on your children. They smell the dysfunction in the mom. The mom comes to church looking for relief and she ain't gonna get relief. She gonna get preyed upon. And if it ain't her, it's her kids. Ridiculous stuff. We, we were talking about the prayer panties. Yeah, <laughs> yes. That's out on YouTube. We it's so it, it is so ridiculous now for clergy. We don't even know if that's a joke or not. We can't even chalk it up as a joke because it could be real. There will be a time we say you we know that's a joke, but not now. I land on that's real. And if they're preying on gullible adults, the children don't have a chance. They, they sure don't and that and that's exactly what you're talking about when you were talking about your message today with r kelly where are the parents all of this for for everything whether it's secular or in in christianity what we're talking about where are the parents the parents have to do a better job of governing and if they are doing a good job and the parents are doing excellent for those kids great but all of us need to be saying the same thing these are your children these are your lineage these are your legacy so you don't want your children to be damaged by those who are not they might have their own kids and they're fine but they're damaging your children you have to be the one to stand up and protect them with whatever you have at whatever cost you don't want your children to just be subjected to any kind of perversion and you not know about it that's got to be the hardest thing is when something happens and you never knew yeah yeah you got to be careful you got to be careful what you expose your kids to and you can't expect legislature to take care of it because there was a law against it in leviticus about prostituting your daughters mm -hmm. and it did, hasn't worked so parents you got to do it you got to do it you can't your congressman's not going to do it your city councilman is not going to do it it's not their job to take care of the family it's their job to take care of society as a whole civilly but this is a moral issue Mm -hmm. This is a spiritual issue. But then again, how can you deal with that when the person who you, who's supposed to be your spiritual leader is the one who's abusing your children and you? Will it pay you off to shut you up and, you, and, you, and you've sold your daughter into a prostitution slavery with the pastor? That that's is crazy. Stop. Yeah. Well, we have to stop. We, we have to, like you said, Pastor Jay, and I don't know when that will ever happen, but we probably need to start somewhere. But there has to be procedures and protocol for those who are in authority. There just has to be. And, and that's why a lot of this continues to happen because there's no, there's no accountability for any of them. And they don't have to, they don't have to step down. They don't have to sit down. They do what they want and they continue to do it. And I'm pretty sure before this year is out, we will hear about more pastors and more clergy in other parts of the United States and maybe in the world doing these things and it trying to be swept underneath the rug because there's no accountability they're accountable to nobody and the great thing about it is god is they can't sweep it under fast enough because god gonna pull it right out exactly and that, so this that is like is, a warning yeah. shot like there's not enough lamborghinis you could buy to hide your dirt because that's gonna come out too <laughs> yeah, yeah the, 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 god gonna roll that lamborghini right on out and show the dirt that's behind it mm -hmm. there's not enough diamond stocks bonds money in the world that you can't 
cover up what God God wants to expose. And right now, God is exposing and purging the dirt out of his church. And it's a shame that we got to talk about it, but we must. And it's going to be dealt with. And I will tell you this, the way you want to stop some of these people, stop going to their church. Stop giving them money. They'll stop because they want nobody to be there. Mm-hmm. They'll stop because they want nobody to be there. I don't know if they're going to stop the abuse, but then you, they don't have to have your financial backing to abuse. Right. And that's and that's exactly what they're doing. They are funding and they're financing the abuse. So we're going to play the audio. You can see the video. Uh, I might have the, the I'm, I, what I'll do is I'm a, a, a copy and, and a paste the, the video uh, in YouTube onto my from Larry Reed onto the description. But you will have the audio and you guys can listen to the audio and uh, clap back at me. Let me know what you think. Uh, this is Pastor Jay with Walking Truth and Real Talk Radio, Real Talk Weekend, Walking Truth Radio, and Sister Tanika Drake with God's Gift Through His Word. And what's your book name, Tanika? The book's name is The Gift of Finding God's Love, Guilt and Shame Turned Into My Shine. And she knows what she's talking about. That's why I called her to talk about this. She knows, and I encourage you to get her book. It's a good book, and it's a good book to study for men and women. So, Tanika, thank you for uh, coming short notice to talk about this, and I will talk to you later. All right, later, Pastor Jay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. she told us that she had a problem with boys she didn't like boys she didn't want anything to do with them and so when i asked her why she said because of my dad so we said um okay why why because of your dad what happened and she just blurted out to us that for the past i i don't even want to speak it um however many years um he has been taking her at the church on sundays during his weekend visitation He's been taking this baby into the bathroom in the church, raping her um, in the backyard of the church, raping her inside of the choir room, raping her. And we had no idea that this was happening. So we realized, we found out on Wednesday night that this man has been molesting his daughter, which is my husband's baby sister, who is now 14. He, he had been molesting her since she was eight. Right after her mother passed away, this is what the man was doing to his own daughter. So I decided because this was taking place in a church where the bishop of that church was not only a rapist also, um, he had also molested his own daughter. He had been raping his daughter, his daughter. So I know we know that there are other victims. We know that there are other people, other women, other little girls, other children that were subjected to both of these. Matthew has been arrested. The father, her father has been arrested. He, he's been charged. Um, we actually has have, have him on a recorded admitting to everything. Um, we need to bring that bishop down because church should be a place of worship. Church should be a place of prayer and healing and restoration church is not not being used for what it's supposed to be used for church has now become a place of fashion church has become a place of dating where people are
children. And for years this has been going on and it needs to be shut down. So I am coming to the state. I am coming to New York City. I am coming to the councilmen. I am coming to the senators of this district. I am coming to you and I am asking on behalf of this baby and this family that you close this church down because it is not being used as a place of worship. It is not being used for what it was meant to be used for. It is being used as a place to lure children to be molested and to be raped. And I am sick of it. I am so sick of it. I am so angry and I just cannot believe that this is the type of things that are happening in the house of God. I cannot believe it. I am so enraged. I am so disgusted. I am so disgusted. I am so disgusted. This baby was our usher in the church. She came to usher and was being raped in the church by her own father, Matthew Gibson, and the pastor, the bishop, his name is Benty Gibson, the church's Progressive Baptist Church, 293 Howard Avenue, Brooklyn, New York. This, the bishop was raping his daughter. He's been raping women in the church. He's been raping little girls in the church. There was a child that had a baby and they thought that the baby was the bishop's. Because this man has used his calling to lure little girls and young girls to have sex with him. And now the, the son of this bishop was raping his own daughter, which is my husband's baby sister. And we've been raising this baby. And she's been raped for years and we had no idea. We had no idea because she didn't tell us. And I'm so devastated. <coughs> I pray. I pray that you guys talk to your children. Talk to your nieces, talk to your nephews, talk to your grandchildren, talk to your cousins. Because this type of stuff has been happening in the churches for years. And no one is speaking out about it. No one is speaking out about it. They're just allowing this stuff to go on and cover it up. And they're just messing kids' lives up. The messing kids' lives up. Babies should not be subjected to sexual abuse from anyone especially their own father or someone in the church. Kids should feel safe in the church. A church should be somewhere that the baby should feel safe to come and to grow up and know about the goodness of the Lord, not to be raped and not to become victims of sexual, sexual crimes. I will not sleep. I will not rest until a bulldozer goes into that building. That place is not a church. You cannot defend a church building. Not the church as a whole. You cannot defend a church building. You cannot defend this. It is wrong. I need people to come forward. I need you to come forward. If you were a, a victim, if you know someone that was a victim of Ben T. Gibson, of Matthew T. Matthew Antonio Gibson, either one of these two men, it's not okay for the church to be used in such a way to be to just tear a child apart like this. It doesn't make any sense to me. I'm so disgusted. I'm so disgusted. I'm so disgusted. This is not what church is about. This is not what church is for. The Bible says a bishop <coughs> in order to be a bishop should be blameless. You 
well. I am so hurt. 